My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. It's Britt here today. I have a super exciting guest coming on. Nick Urison, founder and CEO of Argo Metrics, host of Amazon Legends, where he interviews top selling a top Amazon sellers and turns their brands into top Amazon sellers with a proven mythology and analytics. Super excited to have you to here today, Nick. How's it going? And I I know that my my intro didn't even do the justice and I'll need you to go ahead and tell your story so everyone can really get to know you and you know because you've done so many things yeah yeah thank you Brittany for having me uh, I'm always happy to um, share my life experience so to speak but yes uh, I do have a, a podcast called Amazon Legends we usually have Amazon sellers uh, in addition, we have also agencies and aggregators um, come on the show. Uh, plus, we have some former Amazonians that come on the show and give us the, the, the inside story, so to speak, of how things work on Amazon and what the expectations are. And the goal here is to inspire um, uh, current Amazon sellers or inspire those who want to be Amazon sellers uh, planning to do, to do it either as part of the distribution strategy, uh, but it's a very complex platform. They don't know where to get started. Uh, so they also come on the show, uh, but pretty much anybody who comes to the show, uh, it's a conversation where we are sharing experiences and uh, it's not a series of questions that they are being asked. It's a conversation between me and them and oftentimes yeah. I am giving my aspect of it you know whatever I think uh, and the guests if, if they listen to any of the episode they'll see there's a lot of things but the goal is to inspire people and also we get into uh, whoever the guest is uh, get them to share their life experiences so that the listeners can see oh this is the kind of experiences that this person has had growing up all the way up to today and now look at them you know they are successful I can be like that because I've had similar experiences so that's the kind of uh, approach we have so I call it an inspirational uh, business slash entrepreneur story uh, that's my uh, latest baby so to speak that I enjoy meeting people but otherwise uh, it, it's, it's not my uh, day job so to speak my day job right. is we have we have a SaaS platform for Amazon sellers we'll talk about that later uh, it yeah, provides yeah. actionable intelligence for anybody uh, running business on Amazon is all about numbers so you need to know what those numbers are and what to do with them uh, the kind of platform we have that gave me my success as an Amazon seller um, is something that now we are offering to every seller. So between our platform and my consulting that where I work one-on-one -on -one with Amazon sellers and my Amazon Legends podcast, it's uh, 
there is uh, still plenty of time to do other things, believe it or not. <laughs> I like it all. I'm so excited, like, for what you're doing and what you've already done. And so do you, do you mind, you know, going ahead and telling, like, your story a little bit further? Well, um, my story is I, I'm a, first and foremost an immigrant. Uh, I'm one of the early dot-com CEOs. What brought me to America was... Um, st having started an internet company, we had a development arm in the United States. And as part of my exit from that first startup, uh, I ended up taking over the US operation. It wasn't a big operation. In fact, it really started, uh, you know, the, the classic story. Oh, you know, when I came to this country, I had $50 in my pocket and I turned it into a billion dollar empire. I'm not one of those people. Uh, right. In fact, I, I when I took over the company, it turned out to be a situation where I ended up quarter of a million dollars, taking over a quarter of a million dollar debt. So uh, it, it kind of turned sour. The exit kind of turned a little bit rocky, uh, but I persevered. You know, I thought, you know, I'm not starting a brand new life in a brand new country. Uh, by declaring bankruptcy. So I'm going to pay every penny and then I'm going to build something. So that was in 1997. And uh, in those days, internet had just started. E-commerce was not even known. People were afraid to put credit card numbers yeah. on websites. And uh, But I decided at the time that this is the future. You know, the commerce will take place on the web. And at the same time, small businesses will need help. And I decided to be in e-commerce. And then I decided to create a, a, a product, a productized software solution where people could just sign up. So it was the same thing. So I could sell basically without having to do anything different for every customer. At the same time, it was comprehensive. So that was my first e-commerce platform. And it became number one in the country. In, uh, in two years, we achieved number one. And then the dot-com bubble bursts. Technology becomes a curse word. And at that point, like everybody is trying to get away from the internet, e-commerce, you name it. So I thought, you know what? I have subscribers. I'm generating revenue. I'm profitable. I'm paying bills. This will turn around. And three years uh, fast forward, I started to uh, sell on Amazon. I became my own customer to get my platform uh, evolved further because, you know, technology changes all the time. Right. And um, so, so I started selling on Amazon. And my goal was not to be a seller so much, but to really understand the challenges of selling on Amazon and understand and learn a specific vertical, uh, which at the time turned out to be health and beauty. Uh, and I thought, okay, I'll learn the category. I'll learn the platform, Amazon uh, Marketplace, and I'll figure out the challenges and I'll create a solution. I'll basically create a new version of my platform as a solution. And in the process, being a seller, that would be my case study uh, and generate cash flow at the same time. So that was my uh, idea. So there I started the whole thing. And uh, so then it took me like four or five years, you know, to saying, you know, it took me uh, eight years to be an overnight success. So it was like right, that. Right. 
So we took uh, about, I took about four or five years to experiment with it. I had no idea. In fact, uh, the first episode of my podcast uh, tells that story and how badly we suffered because of the things that we did wrong. And we got shut down and all that stuff. So anyway, bottom line, I finally figured out the secret sauce. And that was the analytics platform that I built, the automation I put in place. And that took us in three years from 60 orders a day to 2,000 orders a day. So Congrats, my friend. Yeah, I mean, it, it made me an eight-figure seller. And it was not, I mean, it wasn't overnight, but still it was in right. three years. So we went from, you know, 300 orders a day to uh, 800 orders a day, and then 2,000 orders a day. And the revenues were obviously like tripling, quadrupling year over year, right. over three. So finally, in the end, I thought, I realized, okay, I got into this to be a case study, not really sell product, but really figure out a solution for a problem that I didn't know that existed. So now I know the problem and the solution looks like two things. One is using technology, specifically numbers and analytics and algorithms. And the two is the knowledge to navigate the Amazon platform because it's very complex. They keep changing the rules. So I thought, a conventional business would never have the resources in-house for this. They could not possibly hire because it's not one person. Uh, so I thought there is a need for a service that combines technology and knowledge together. And that's when I started Argometrics. So uh, eight years, uh, it's now, yeah, it's, uh, it's now eight years uh, ago. And so now we are uh, we're doing very well and we help a lot of sellers. Of course, a lot of things change and we all we, we know exactly we have uh, a good communication with Amazon people. So, uh, and I bring them to our clients plus our platform, we keep adding new features. Um, so that's really uh, the, the full story incredible what you've done like over the years and like you know you are just doing fantastic but like you said it didn't happen overnight and but the what you put together here to help to help others is just absolutely phenomenal really they need that kind of help this where are you going to find it otherwise right so I think what you're doing is fantastic yeah, I mean, there is this uh, term that everybody says SaaS company, right? We, we yeah. want to be a SaaS company. So SaaS right. stands for software as a service. So what people think, people being the people that create those SaaS companies, oh, this is the perfect model. We're going to create a system and we'll have subscribers. They'll subscribe to it. And they'll keep using it every month, whether we have 50 subscribers or 50,000 subscribers, the cost of scaling is next to nothing. So the revenue model is great. Everybody pays X number of dollars. And then here is the platform, subscribe. That's called software as a service. So what they neglect to see is the term is software as a 
service. They provide the software, they don't provide the service. So right. what happens in the process? Somebody signs up, God forbid, the platform solves a complex solution, a complex problem. Well, it's going to be a complex thing to learn to how to operate. So if you don't provide the service alongside it, and that's not just the support through chat. It's somebody, a human being that speaks properly uh, in the language that they understand. And this is coming from not a native English speaking person. <laughs> you know, it, it's a, you can teach them how to be successful in their business and use your software in the process. That's the idea. And that's lacking. That's lacking big time. All they have is free trial, sign up here, click here, click here, no credit card required. And the next thing is you are on your own. Right. And that's what I'm trying to eliminate. So what I call our offering is a SaaS offering, but it's not S-A-A-S. It's S-A-S, software and service. So in our right. case, when somebody subscribes, they can go to argometrics.com and look up seller intelligence platform. Then as soon as they sign up, again, there is no, there's no payment required. But as soon as they sign up, somebody contacts, they become an assigned executive, account executive. And also every month, we have consulting already built into the subscription. So they actually spend time with a human being, you know, one-on-one. -on -one. So that's the nature of it, which is not something I've seen anywhere else. But that is I the haven't. need. I haven't seen that anywhere else. And I think that's huge and very important, honestly. Yeah. I mean, if you don't know how to use something, what good is it to own it? Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. This so, is all uh, amazing. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I enjoy doing it. So that's what matters. Yeah. Like, and you're passionate about it and that makes the job much easier, right? Well, not easier, but it makes it, uh, I mean, you enjoy doing it. So uh, that's, that's what you're supposed to do, right? <laughs> well, it's the happiness factor, right? So it's whatever makes you happy. And I, 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 I enjoy working with numbers and I enjoy working with people. So uh, that, that gives me energy and makes me happy. And, um, anything else, if it's boring or it's making you miserable or uh, the, the challenge sometimes comes when I'm doing things that make me happy, but I'm doing it with people who are miserable. That's the part where it gets tough. Yeah. And I feel like there's so many situations like that all the time. Like, you know, you're happy, you're passionate about it, but then there's always people here and there that are just just on a different they're not aligned with the same visions and stuff like that so it's harder to you know make it um yeah enjoyable <laughs> I, I heard, yeah i heard something so uh, i'm sure you're familiar with deepak chopra right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so uh, i attended one of his workshops so right. he did a study so I didn't know, but apparently he works with the University of Chicago, and then they had a psychological, uh, psychological study on the workforce. So he said that they did this study on the workforce uh, in America, in corporate America. And what he said was about 15% 
of the people in the workforce come to work every day, completely motivated, looking to learn something and contribute to success of the company and be part of it. 15% of the workforce. About 40%, 40%, no, it's 30% of the workforce comes to work every day just to pick up a paycheck. Tell me what to do. Let me do my job and give me my paycheck at the end of the month. That's what they are there for, 30%. So we are now up to 45%, right? Yeah. 55% of the workforce in corporate America comes to work every day just to make somebody's life miserable. They are not there to contribute. They are not there to do a job. They are just there to figure out a way to make somebody miserable. So that's 55%. I remember it was the majority. I don't know when when I heard this, it was about 10 years ago. Maybe it's different now. I don't know which way numbers went. But unfortunately, we do have situations like that. Somebody is doing their work just for a paycheck or somebody is doing it because they have nothing else to do and they're miserable and they don't like miserable alone. They want to make somebody else miserable. So unhappy people are make other un, unhappy people are like that want to make others miserable right because they're unhappy yeah so uh, i guess the important thing is to identify who you're dealing with and then make your decisions accordingly to see if they're a fit and align kind of with what you're looking for absolutely that's so important i think But, you know, this is what I learned. Happiness is contagious. So that's the good news. So you can actually make those miserable people happy if you. You can change their lives and you can make them happier people. It's a win-win. It's true. Happiness is contagious, honestly. You know, how often when you're having a bad day, you know, you go see someone and they're just full of life and laughter and, you know, it just completely changes your day. It's true. I think you're absolutely right about that. Yeah. So life is what you make after all. You're so right, Nick. So right. So Nick, do you mind going ahead and telling us a little bit about, you know, I know we touched on the seller's agency a bit, um, but do you mind really getting into that and um, like about your interviews and stuff? And, you know, tell me how that goes. About the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, we we have, so what we do is the way I see the podcast is it's not just the recording. I mean, people do it for different reasons. So what I always say is anybody who wants to be on a podcast or wants to be a guest on a podcast or wants to have his or her own podcast. Okay. Uh, the first thing is not, okay, how do I do it? You know, what do I do? What do I use? What? How, how long should it be? That those are not the important things. The important thing is, what is the purpose? Why do you want to do this? So if you want to have your own podcast and you want to be a host, ask, why is this? Is this for creating content? Do you need content? So you want to be a content. Is this to be an influencer? Is this to, uh, is it for lead generation? Is it for uh, networking? What is this for? 
you establish mm -hmm. yourself as an authority in that in that field what are you doing this for ask that question once right. you have the answer to the question your entire podcast program i call it a podcast program it is not a podcast podcast itself is just a small piece of it your entire program needs to be designed according speaking for myself I decided to create my podcast for relationship building for the purposes of, in the end, doing business. But it was about building relationships. That's what I wanted. What was I doing before? I was simply reaching out to people on LinkedIn and trying to get a conversation going to see, you know, who they are and get them to know me and then see right. if there is a we could work together well that's obviously it's like you know you want to marry somebody well there's two ways to marry you get out on the street and then you stop every person ask them to marry and then hope that somebody's gonna say yes right, right or you can figure out you know out of the people that you know out of the people that you meet and then you really build up a relationship with someone. And then in the end, pop the question, right? So which one is more likely to get the yes answer? So it's obvious. So, uh, so that's the idea. So I thought, okay, this asking everybody to marry me is not working anymore. So let's try something else. And that's when the podcast idea came out. So what I do is, first of all, we have a call where we, I prep every guest. So I share with them the logistics of the recording. The, I share some of the topics. Every, nothing is scripted. I share the topics and I give them down to the detail of at uh, how long the show is and at what point, what is my cue, what I'm going to say. So they are prepared. Nothing surprises them. Uh, I give them an idea about that personal aspect so, so that they don't really suddenly become surprised. Oh, you know, why is he asking me this? They know why right. I'm asking. So this is all in the prep call. Well, guess what's happening in the prep call? You're when somebody relationship. Comes, well, you know, the best part is, so let's, let's say that, let's just, let's say that I am a prospect. Okay. okay. And I agreed after God knows how many times you bugging me to get a call. I agreed to have a call with you. So when you come to the call, you know that I don't have much time. I agreed. Uh, so I'm here to say, okay, what do you have? Right. So, and okay. you start pitching, you start asking some questions, even though they may be smart. Uh, and then I may not want to answer truthfully. So that's the nature of a sales call and the first call. Well, guess yeah. what happens? I prep call. When they come to the prep call, I'm sitting comfortably. And I say, oh, you know, thank you for being here. Uh, whereabouts are you right now? What time? Because I'm trying to figure out the time zone. Oh, I'm in Ohio. Ah, great. I'm in New York City. We are in the same time zone or not, whatever. So, so tell me about your business. That's my question. Tell me about your business. What do you do? What does the company do? And what do you do in the company? Uh, so how, how, how large is the team? And uh, so they tell me all about it. This is a sales call, really. Masquerading as a prep call. But right. with legitimate purpose, I'm not like doing this just to deceive people. 
legitimately, I need to know them so that I can prep them. But in the process, I'm learning about them. Right. So, so they tell me all about it. And then afterwards say, okay, great. Okay, so here is what's going to happen. And I tell them when we start, there will be nothing going on. We check audio, video, and then I'll make the introduction. And by the way, there's one other thing. I say, okay, first things first, let's get your introduction right. So I have some notes already prepared. And I say, this is what I have. Tell me anything else you can tell me. And uh, so I immediately, right there, I clean it up. I said, okay, we need to condense this, make it concise. So, uh, so I ask, is this right? Does this sound right? Does this sound right? Says, yes, that sounds great. Say, okay. And then I say, okay, here is what's going to happen. And I, and I say, audio, video check. And then I'll start the recording and I'll say, um, welcome to another episode of Amazon Legends. My next guest today is blah, blah, has two decades in e-commerce, currently the founder and CEO of blah, blah, blah. When he's not working, he's passionate about um, you know, soccer or Formula One. And uh, with that, everybody meet my guest, uh, Brittany uh, Chetribok. Uh, welcome to the show, Brittany. So when I open like that, they're like, you know, they're being introduced and suddenly they're, they're like smiling. Uh, and then I'll put the first question. You give me okay. the answer. We'll nail that down in a second. And then we'll move on to the rest of the uh, topics, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll wrap up in the end. But don't go anywhere. I'm just signing off for the episode. And then you and I can wrap up. How does that sound? Great. They are already like, you know, already like ready for prime time. They know exactly what to expect. And then I start going through the logistics. This is how we record. This is the audio. This is the video. Okay. This is blah, blah, blah. And um, so by the end of that 30-minute that call, they already are in a good place. They right, know and they're me. comfortable. They are now looking up to me. Well, this guy, this guy, also the way I formulated their introduction, that's their elevator pitch of who they are. And they've gotten something already out of their call. Right. And, uh, and then comes the recording. Recording is an hour. And then after the recording, this is like, you know, they are already. And what I do is that that personal discussion is right at the end, just before we wrap up. And we, I really connect with people. I mean, I, their experiences, I, it's amazing. I had one gentleman who spent 35 years in Russia, married to a Russian lady, moved back to the United States after the conflict started, he cannot talk more proudly about being American, how American life, uh, the values and everything and system is so good. This is after almost being attempted to be assimilated into the Russian society. Uh, right. And this is not, so things like that, you know, uh, it, I really connect with every guest. And then I immediately move on to telling them, okay, so here is what's going to happen next. You're going to receive an email from me. I give you the air date. And also that will be an introduction email to my program director. He'll reach out to you with a separate email and ask you to schedule your legends onboarding because you have officially become a legend now. 
Okay. Program for our guests. And uh, we're going to walk you through some best practices to get your episode ranked. And uh, also, uh, I have my brainchild SaaS platform that I'd love to show you. And I'd love to have your take on it. And also, this is our opportunity for you and I to discuss some kind of collaboration. Yeah, I'm sure we can do business together between the two of us. Uh, so we'll discuss all that and um, you know cover a few other things. How does that sound? It's okay, when? Can we do that this afternoon? So uh, twice I had that. Can we do that this That's afternoon? That's amazing. And it's not because you're not coming off salesy and you're just, you know, you actually care about the person and you're, you're, you do that prep, that prep ahead of time. And I really like the way you have it put together. This is incredible. So during the onboarding call, uh, I am seeing them again. This is now the third call. My program director walks them through stuff. And we show them the digit. By the way, as soon as somebody schedules, even their first prep call, they start yeah. to receive the digest every week. Okay. They see these episodes coming out every week. So, um, so we walk them through again. Sometimes we get we need to be whitelisted. So they uh, we show them that. And we walk them through the digest, what is in it, right? Because there are some actionable items. We ask them, okay, so tell us, you know, you've been on the show, you got to know the whole thing. Tell us who can you introduce us to be a potential guest? And they say, Oh, yeah, I can think of three people already. Great. So in your digest, you see this link, just click on that link and complete their information, and we'll run with the rest. So we, they know that they have the tools at their disposal. We tell them about our promotion of the podcast, uh, how we have each episode promoted on YouTube, on social, social media, and uh, we have a monthly prize draw that is in the works where we have sponsors for one winner, but the episodes need to be downloaded to enter the prize draw. But it has, you have to get, you have to make your own efforts to get in the top 10. Then we'll pick those 10 episodes and plug into our monthly draw. And three out of that 10 will get downloads. That's how wow. you're going to get. They understand all that. Said, great. Okay. Uh, fine. No problem. They say, how can I be a sponsor to the draw? Several guests volunteered and said, well, we would like to offer something. So we, uh, we end up uh, you know, connecting that way. And then I move on to my platform. I walk them through the platform. Good luck getting a demo with somebody. Well, here they are looking at it. They're asking the questions. And then I say, okay, how do you like it? So I say, well, it's very interesting. I said, okay, so this is what's going to happen next. Uh, okay. My program director, he's going to send you a link and go ahead, sign up. It's completely complimentary, no credit card required. And then we will get, as soon as you complete the registration, we will get two years of historical data on your account. We'll put it into the system. I will then create my own review with recommended actions to immediately give your performance a lift. So when my review is ready, 
I'm going to reach out to you and then we'll schedule another call and I'll walk you through what I found. And you can actually be looking at your own data to see how you've been performing and the opportunities. So, great. And then so now that's the fourth call. Okay. And that is the fourth. And you have one more call. You have five calls, right? Yeah. So after the fourth, so during that fourth call, they say, wow, okay. So by the way, we, we obviously, they create an account, they register, but they don't really log in because it's a new system. And once they see the data, they say, well, can I see this myself? And sure, of course you can. In fact, you already have the login. This is your account. But what's going to happen is right after this call, uh, my program director will send you an email and schedule a call and he'll give you a refresher. He'll show you everything you've just seen. And once you have that call, then you'll know exactly what to do. We have videos and everything else, but we are right there one click away. So on that, after that fifth call, now they have, the, they have access, they've seen the results, they have the hand-holding, and they have my recommendations to implement. So after that, the clock starts ticking. So 30 days, so now for 30 days, uh, we're gonna continue fetching your data, it's all automated. Um, but after 30 days, you have to decide if you wanna become a paying client. And by the way, here is your coupon code. When you do become a paying client, you're going to get a discount, an exclusive right. discount. So that way you're not paying full price. And so they say, great, just tell me what to do and, uh, and we'll go ahead with it. So that's the way it works. And also this also works with agencies and aggregators. You know, we make them partners. So in that case, we say, okay, why don't we get a partner account going for you? There is no cost for it. And then, it, and you put your first seller in and then we'll do the same thing. We'll catch the data, we'll show you and then we'll hold your hand. And at that point, you know, they know exactly how to use the platform. So all this is from the podcast. Why? Because I wanted to build the relationship in the first place, but it brings it all the way. Um, to the, uh, to and, the closing deal. Yeah. By the way, at this point, no episode even aired yet. So once the episode airs, then we reach out again, say, okay, your episode aired uh, last week. Let's connect. Let's look at it. So that's the sixth call and anything else. But the chances are, in the meantime, I've had several communications with them. I refer to business, ask me ideas. It's the relationship is now underway. Right. So, the relationship is like the most important part. I really like how you, you interact with them like about five or more times um, you, throughout the process. You know, I think that's so important to really be able to have that trusting relationship. And um, I think you're doing it a really interesting way and it's working so well with, for you. It's incredible. So now, would you mind, Nick, telling me, I, I know we only have a few minutes left on the, on the podcast, but would you mind telling me a little bit about, you know, we all have the ups and downs throughout building businesses and, and the podcast as well. But what would you say, what would you say the biggest challenges have been with the podcast um, and how it's affected your business or has there only been wins with it so far? Well, it really is teamwork uh, mm -hmm. in the sense that you have to have other people helping you. 
also from perception standpoint, if you come across as like the one man show that does everything, that has definitely a lot of advantages. Uh, but also at the end of the day, you need to appear as a as an institution, so to speak. Like for example, uh, take all these uh, late night shows, right? So right. it's the host. The host decides everything. Host decides, you know what? But it's an institution. The show is an institution. So there there should be processes in place. There should be uh, people running with Systems. different aspects of it. So uh, and it has to be consistent. So like our digest goes out every Monday. Uh, so right. it has to. Be, so do I do anything with the digest? No, but I built everything all the infrastructure around it. And I stay on top of it. Is it gone out yet? Why, why hasn't it gone today? If there is any ever day like that. So, and we've never had, so I have uh, good people who help me. Uh, we're not talking an army of people. It's like one or two people. So uh, the person who produces the podcast yeah, is, is, is also great. So he's the one who posts it. I decided even to the size of the banner for every guest's picture, uh, but he keeps it up. So, you know, you need the logistics of it. And right. uh, it, it's literally, it, it's it's your show. You have to stay on top of how things are running and how they ought to be running. Right, right. And like you said, consistency, it is key. It's really key. Um, and I know a lot of the struggles on, past interviews I've taken are, you know, the consistent part, you know, being consistent with it. And um, like you said, like do, doing it all on your own or having a team like that's, that's uh, a big dis- deciding factor for some people run- running their own podcast, right? So. Yeah, consistency is credibility. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. I love yeah. the way you put it like that. It's It's so true. It's so true. Now, now, Nick, um, another question I wanted to ask you is what with your podcast and how you're doing everything now, what is the biggest focus and desire that you have for this next coming year? Anything in particular? Um, Well, it's I don't really have anything specific, so to speak, but what I want to do is I started I started my podcast, we're now talking in October 2022. It's less than a year now. And right. by the time we complete the year, it's quite possible I will have recorded about 120 or so episodes. So these are 120 individuals that I will have met one-on-one and spent considerable amount of time. And I am just going to focus on expanding the quality of the the interaction I have with them, the the nature of our relationship, obviously do business, and and really uh, focus on how we can, how I'm able to get the most out of these relationships and how I'm able to deliver the most to each one of these individuals so that's the unknown and that's the part of the journey that i don't yet know and that's right. and and of course you need a phase this first phase of building your 
if you like uh, initial pool of uh, people that you want to have a relationship with and now we're moving into the second phase where well, this is what happens once you get it started of course some of them will not be as responsive as others but what does that look like that's the part that uh, i don't know that i'm going to be working on right right no and that's it's, uh you're not alone there either like uh you know um building those relationships and expanding and that's like, I find that's the most important part. And I think you're doing an incredible job at it already. So um, like your podcast just started too. So it's, it's, it's exciting um, to see where it's going to go because it's already just the way you have it put together. It's, it's pretty solid. So um, I'm excited. It hopefully in the future, maybe we like in a year's time from now or within a year, we can get back on and see how it's going then. Oh, yeah. Because um, I'd, I'd love to hear about the journey, you know? Yeah, yeah. I have something very new I'll share with you. So we, yes. it's not actually public yet, but what we have is on our website, we publish the stats, how many downloads each episode got, and also what are the, the, the podcast stats in general. So down to every episode, this is actually reported real time. So let's say that your episode is published today. Today, it's there. Tomorrow, you come back, you can see how many downloads you have. So that's something that is, it's already public page, but we're not advertising the page. Uh, Just yet. yet. But we have one other one that we call the winner's podium. So we're going to be running podium. contests. What the winner's podium will do is it's going to show the most downloads in the last seven days, 30 days, and 90 days. Okay. So we have the, the top downloads of the seven-day top downloads, 30-day top downloads, and 90-day top downloads. That's the first position. Those are the gold medal winners. And then the silver is the second most downloads of 7, 30, and 90. And then the third most downloads of 7, 30, and 9. So we have three uh, tiers of winners, and they are also reported on a separate page, also real-time, so people can come and see what their numbers are real-time. And then uh, once a month, we're going to declare a winner. Who is the winner this month that achieved the most 7, 30, and 90? So that way, uh, it's our way of getting them to participate in promoting their individual episodes. That is so exciting. I love that. The winner's podium, like, cool. I'm so excited to hear how that goes because I've yeah. never heard of that um, yet. So this is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we want to run competitions so that we'll see, let's see who's going to get the most. And, and again, we have sponsors. Of course, when I say sponsors, these are all companies that provide services and tools for Amazon sellers. So you get things like one year paid subscription to the tool that you use right. every day that you pay $100 a month for. That's $1,200 worth. And we've got right. a package of sponsors. So it's a, it's not like some uh, word only sponsor, but they are uh, real value. So we, So this is going to roll out sometime this month, hopefully. 
Very exciting, Nick. Oh my gosh. Well, I just want to thank you for coming on today, um, you know, and sharing all that valuable insight. I know that it would have spoke to the listeners and um, really happy that you were able to come on and do that for us today. I'm very appreciative of that. Now, before we jump on off, Nick, would you mind just, you know, letting our listeners know if anyone's looking to connect with you, what would be the best way? Yeah, the best way is go to argometrics.com. That's A-R-G-O-M for mother, E-T-R-I-X, argometrics.com. And right there on the contact page, you can uh, fill out the contact form and uh, I'll reach out to you. I respond to every one of those uh, myself. Uh, also, LinkedIn is the easiest way. If you just look up Nick Urison, I doubt very much you'll find another Nick Urison. So. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple connect. on there <laughs> yeah just uh, when you do connect send me a message with your connection request and just say that you heard about me uh, on the podcast because i get a lot of connection requests so uh, i pay attention to the ones that i that has a message with it perfect well thank you so much for today nick i can't wait to get you back on in the future because you have such valuable stuff to share with everyone and I, I i'm so happy that we could do that today so i'd love to again in the future if it works for you sure it would be my pleasure amazing thanks again and group if you're listening and enjoyed please go like and subscribe if you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and would like to come on just like Nick Urison did today for an interview, um, please go to podcastrebels.com and there'll be an application form to fill out there. We'd love to have you on as well. Thank you so much, Nick, and thank you listeners, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye for now. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.